Hello and welcome to AffinaTV Radio, a podcast that brings you stories, insight, and experiences to inspire connection, understanding, and love. You're listening to episode number one, The Feeling of Affinity. My name is Devin and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining me on this maiden voyage into the podcast world. I'm super excited and uh, I'm ready to jump in. So on today's episode, you'll get a great intro to what this channel is all about. And I'll be exploring what the word affinity means to me and how tuning into desires through reflection has created inspiration And I'll be sharing about my journey and how following my heart has brought me community, connection, creativity, and love. So I want to start off with the definition of affinity that we'll be working with on this channel. And that is the spontaneous and natural attraction to something or someone. Exploring this word in detail has made such an impact in my life because I've been able to identify what things I have an affinity for and then through reflection see how following my gut instincts and going for what I was attracted to has created a lot of abundance and joy in my life. And if you're someone who's interested in personal development and trying out new tools in your life, you've no doubt come across the word attraction approached in so many different ways. There are countless numbers of publications, TED Talks, podcasts, you name it, the content is all out there. But the idea behind it all is the same. It's all based on the law of attraction. So I've been playing with this theory for years, and it's not like it's a new concept. It's been around since the dawn of time, but it's definitely one that's gained a lot more attention and traction in the past 10 years or so. Traction, attraction, (laughs) play on words. What I've taken out of it is that it's about increased awareness. If I'm bringing awareness to the things that bring me joy, then it's going to naturally seem like there are more things bringing me joy. And conversely, if I have some negative focus on that, which is frustrating to me, then my experience will be one of frustration. But alas, this is not a podcast about the law of attraction. This is a podcast about creating connection and understanding and love. So I'm here to share with you what's been the most impactful for me And that's been bringing this increased awareness of self into my relationships to improve the way that I relate with others. Because we're living in this digital age, it's so easy to just become isolated and to just rely on the fact that we have an endless amount of information at our fingertips. So if we're looking to build a more authentic and fulfilling life, then it can be really easy to go down a rabbit hole of reading a bunch of how-to guides and absorbing as much information as possible about theories like this without having any additional context of how to actually practice it. And I think the easiest way to do this is to listen to other stories because when we truly are listening to others and connecting we're being heard because it's some deep part of ourself that sourced this other person in our life so that we can have the opportunity to truly reflect 
and grow. And so much of my growth has come through cultivating compassion, which really started for me in a powerful way when I became a yoga teacher because compassion is such an intrinsic part of the practice. Yoga literally translates to unity. And how beautiful is that? We have this opportunity as humans to truly connect with one another and create more understanding by sharing and listening and then bring more compassion into how we relate with ourselves and how we tell our stories and ultimately create more satisfying experiences and deep, fulfilling relationships. So speaking about compassion really leads me into my next point. In the distinction between attraction and affinity, there is this element of spontaneity and what might hold us back from really going after something that we feel an affinity for and going after creating these deep, fulfilling relationships is fear and resistance. So I'm really looking at the feeling of affinity in that it's about unexplained desire or want. And it is often irrational and fluid and intense. So where do I think the resistance is coming from for me? Through some really transformative work that I have done, I've identified that for me, this fear and resistance comes from really deep-set beliefs about myself and my fear of rejection and judgment and failure and the fear that I am simply not enough. I can recognize that it takes a lot of practice to cultivate the type of surrender that it takes to allow these moments to flow freely. And I can still recognize that I am a human being and I have a past and a history and I've been shaped to be the woman that I am today through my experiences and be gentler with myself when these feelings come up. My intention is to speak to you from a very human place in that I am practicing this, we are practicing this, we are all in this together. The best way that we can grow and create connection and love and community is by being super vulnerable and authentic and real and sharing the best and, I mean, what we may deem the worst of us and of our experiences. And I'll tell you, it is not in my nature to be vulnerable and to share like this. It's something that I have really worked for. And if 10 years ago, some wizard came up to me and said, Devin, I am a wizard from the future. And I know you, Devin, in 10 years. And this is what your life looks like now. And he proceeded to tell me, Devin, in 10 years... You are thriving. You're a leader. You're a champion for connection and love. You're creating the change in the world that you want to see. 
You're loved unconditionally by so many people and you're not afraid to love them back. In 10 years, you love and believe in yourself and this version of Devin is happy. I wouldn't have believed him and not because he's a wizard that appeared out of nowhere and told me that he's from the future, but because 10 years ago, and this is a 20-year-old Devin, I had little to no awareness of who I really was and who I really am. I was really focused on cultivating some kind of outward persona that was based on what I thought other people might want me to be so that I could achieve the things that I wanted to achieve. And there was just a lack of clarity in my mind about who I actually wanted to be. So I never saw true happiness as a possibility. And therefore, it wasn't something that I strived for when I was setting goals. And even with all of this, I'm able to look back at that time in my life and I can identify some really major peak experiences that I had that led me to where I am now. And there's no way that I could have known it at the time because like any other time in my life that I've experienced a feeling of affinity or attraction to something or someone or some future vision, it's always been met with a lot of fear and doubt and self-criticism. And I'm so grateful for my journey. So I'm glad that I didn't have some spirit guide show up and tell me these things because I would have asked him, how do I get there? I'm like, that, that all sounds great. I'd love for that to be my future. Give me the guide. But there was no outward guide, at least not some mythical, physical manifestation that could come and talk to me and tell me what to do. There was me and my choices and my intuition. So in that sense, I know that I am my own guide just as you are your own guide which is awesome because that means that you have choice in every single area of your life, including the ways in which you choose to reflect on your past. What's the story that you're telling yourself about your life? And it's true. The past is in the past, and we have an opportunity now to be present. A lot of spiritual teachers put emphasis on being present. There are things said like, don't look back, don't think about the future, just be here now. And I love that. And I have found a lot of ease and grace in the practice of being present through my reflection. And I realized that the story that I tell myself about my past, that's with me always. And that's up for interpretation. So I can look back on 20-year-old Devin and see the things that I wasn't thriving because of and 
the lack of awareness that I had, or I can look at the peak experiences that I had during that time and make connections to see how they led me to where I am now. All of my peak experiences have been marked by feelings of affinity, of spontaneous and inexplicable desire or want. That's what led me to the things that increased my awareness and my understanding and my ability to be connected. And they were huge turning points in my life that while they were happening, there was no way that I could have known where those experiences would lead me in the future. Earlier, I mentioned how we're living in a digital age where we have access to so much information and it's how you're listening to me right now. So I think it's only fitting that I share with you a quote that I love from a man that touched so many people with his passion and creativity, Steve Jobs. And I quote, You can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something. Your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever. This approach has never let me down and it has made all the difference in my life. I love this idea of reflection being a game of connect the dots because it brings in an element of play. Take a moment and reflect on how you're telling the story of your life. Is there anything that you might like to change about that story? Well, the good thing is it is a story. And even though the facts won't change, your interpretation can through playing this game of connect the dots, I've been able to shift my perspective on a lot of things in my life. And I found some connections between things that never seemed connected. And I took it as far back as pinpointing the thing that I had an affinity for when I was three years old and following that feeling that became the source of who I am today and where I am and everything that's in my life because so many of the choices I've made were based on that feeling, which has been so fascinating to think about and oddly satisfying because I know that a three-year-old version of myself was not thinking about where she was going to be when she was 30 I was just following my heart and doing what made me feel happy and alive. And that is the inspiration behind today's episode. So next up, I'll be mixing some storytelling with some interactive fun and play. So first I'll walk you through how to play the game. And then I'll give you an overview of what came up for me when I started to connect the dots of my life. Then stick around and play along because I'll be ending this week's episode with a guided visualization meditation that will allow you to focus on one of the memories that came up for you and really connect with the feelings that you had then and bring them into the now. 
connecting the affinidots. So I'm calling this a game, but there's no strict set of rules and there's no way to win or lose. I'm just having some fun with the idea of reflection. And I'll start by telling you that the dots in this game represent the peak experiences in your life. So what does that mean? So as is everything in life, this is totally up to interpretation. And you can define your peak experiences however you like. But for a precise definition, I will refer to the work of psychologist Abraham Maslow. He spoke of peak experiences as being uplifting and transcending the ego, giving one a sense of value and meaning. They trigger creative energies, provide a feeling of purpose, and these experiences have the power to permanently change the individual for the better. So, by playing Connecting the Affinidots, you'll be able to easily identify what your peak experiences are. And you'll start off by writing down on a piece of paper a few words or a short sentence about your current experience. What's most prevalent for you right now in this moment? This is going to be your first entry and may not necessarily be a peak experience for you, but you'll draw a line down the paper and reflect and identify what was another recent experience that directly led you to this moment that you're in now. And you can keep repeating these steps and basically creating a timeline of your life down the page and leaving some space in between each entry so that you can go in later and add more details as you reflect and recall what these experiences were like and what else the decisions may have led you to. So it may not end up being a straight line down the page. You may have some entries that um, bounce off of one another or reconnect to one another. But as you go along, I encourage you to really just follow your gut and write down what comes up first and just keep the ideas flowing and keep the memories flowing. And eventually, you'll get to a point where you can start adding bullet points or dots next to the experiences that have shaped you the most and the fun part is then connecting those dots and drawing lines in between each experience that you can see some sort of a connection between that maybe you hadn't seen a connection between before. So I can tell you that what came up for me is this realization that discovering that I had an affinity for dance and ballet when I was three years old, has been the source of everything in my life now. Because I can look and see that following that passion was what led me to some of the peak experiences that I'd had in high school and the friendships that I created and my self-expression and my first experience of creating community and being a leader as a dance team captain, and then my experience in ballet in making the decision to quit because I was feeling all of this pressure and all these feelings that I would just never be good enough and going through some really tough personal times 
uh, in my early teens because of family things. But connecting back to that passion and rediscovering my joy and getting back into dance and then carrying that on through college where I continued to do ballet and point, which then led me to modeling, which gave me the opportunity to support myself through the college years. And I wouldn't have discovered that if it weren't for dance because it really gave me the control and the dedication and the patience and just everything that went into dealing with that industry and through paving my own path in that world, I created even more community. But then following that through, when I started performing on a more professional level at festivals and, you know, big giant EDM events like EDC, which I never (laughs) would have thought I could do when I was younger, then led me to a performance where I met so many beautiful people from Los Angeles and connected with them on a really deep level because I was there doing a ballet performance, which really led me to being invited to be a part of this conscious community that I'm now a part of. And I would never have discovered that without having followed my passion for dance. And this conscious community opened up my mind and my heart and the possibility for love in a way that I never experienced it and for being self-expressed and becoming just a woman of integrity and awareness and just seeing more possibility, basically. All of these things had contributed then to my professional life and my career goals and the ways in which I was experiencing love and expressing my truest, most authentic self through love in practicing polyamory. And then the relationship I'm in now had led me to uh, taking this transformational leadership course which in turn was the inspiration for me finally creating this podcast. So that's a long way around to say that loving ballet is the reason I'm doing what I'm doing right now, is the reason that I have the community I have now, the love that I have now, everything. And had I gone with the fear and the resistance and the self-doubt way, way, way back then, then my life would look very different now. So this practice of connecting the dots, this reflection, is creating more clarity and trust in myself to know that when I'm feeling a feeling of attraction and affinity and that resistance and fear comes up, that I can trust myself to go go into it, to lean into it, And without having a magical future wizard to come tell me where that will lead me, I can just trust that all the pieces will come together in a way that is in line with what my vision is for my future. So it's not just reflecting and not just being present, but it's also bringing everything together to visualize a future that is aligned with everything that's important to me. 
And I'm really excited to hear from you about what came up for you in this practice if you decided to do it or what is your, you know, what's your driving force? What's your passion? What's led you to be the person that you are today? And these are the types of conversations that I'll be having on this channel. Because, yeah, I'm just encouraging everyone to participate because the world needs more connection and more creativity because creativity is the answer to every problem. Every problem. <laughs> creativity is the solution. So I'm here to make a stand for being bold and courageous and supporting one another in our creative endeavors, in following our passions. Let's take the time to listen and have the vulnerability to be heard. So if anything that I talked about today resonated with you, I encourage you to reach out. I would love to answer any questions, feature any stories or experiences that you'd like to write in about. And also, I'll be having guests on the show, uh, not just people from my community, which will be a huge focus, but also anyone out there who feels inspired to share, to contribute to this goal of connection and support and love. Because finding community and being invited in to something greater than myself has been the greatest gift I've ever received in my life. And I'm just at a place where I'm ready to share that gift with you. So yeah, let's, let's connect. Let's get our creative ideas out there. Let's be vulnerable. Let's, let's just do the damn thing. Um, I do want to say that the main topics of discussion that I'll be focused on bringing onto the show are around lifestyle philosophy, conscious community, intentional living, relationships and polyamory, and creative self-expression. So as you can imagine, there's so many conversations that can take place within this container that Affinity V is. And yes, please, 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 please reach out. And anyone who reaches out will get a response, whether it's through a direct message or being featured on the show or having your question answered on the show. Just know that I am listening and you are heard and I'm excited to hear from you. So all of that being said, we're coming up on the end of today's episode. This is Devin sending you so much love and thanking you for listening and being a part of this journey with me now. If you're in a place where you can really sit and be present and grounded and take place in a guided visualization meditation, then please keep listening. If not, if you're driving a car or you're busy or it's just not an optimal time, know that you can come back at any point and listen to the end of this podcast. Begin by getting comfortable. You may want to sit or lie down. Close your eyes. Take a deep inhale in through your nose and out through your mouth. 
Relax your jaw and allow your tongue to fall from the roof of your mouth. Deep inhales and deep exhales. Feel yourself getting lighter. And now begin picturing yourself. Observe yourself unencumbered exactly as you are in this moment. Know that your authentic self is in this room, the person you are at the core, the person you can be completely free. In this space of stillness and quietude, set an intention that you are ready to let go of anything that is ready to be released. Now picture a doorway opening and through this doorway, you're releasing everything that does not serve you. Any feelings of self-doubt, any judgments, any obstacles, allow them to simply leave the room. Picture them dissolving, disappearing, and gently drifting away. The door closes. Taking another deep breath in, picturing yourself. Who is this person when all of those barriers are stripped away? Now think of your deepest passion. What inspires you most? What brings you pure joy? Bring to mind a specific memory, one where you were fully experiencing the joy this passion brings to you. As you reflect, start to visualize some specific details and create a picture. See the entire scene of this memory, remembering the sights, the sounds, the smells, everything. Now, remember how you felt in that moment. Start to bring those feelings into your present being. Notice how feelings of joy, of excitement, of connection, of passion occur in your body. Now hold on to and connect with these feelings as you imagine that you are saying these words to yourself. In the quiet spaces between my thoughts, inspiration comes to me. Joy and abundance come to me when I follow my heart. All becomes clear. My life transforms in magical and unexpected ways. I rise effortlessly above all challenges to a place of trust and knowing. I gratefully receive all that comes my way. 
I am saying yes to my heart. I am surrendered to what my soul has been calling forth. I am in alignment with my desire. I am connected to all that serves my highest being. I allow the feeling of affinity to guide me. I am worthy. Take another deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Allow these feelings to settle in. Hold them close to your heart. And one more deep inhale in through your nose and out through your mouth. person that you are meant to be. You are completely free. And you are loved. <laughs>